0: This was some sort of a game. Hello and welcome to episode four of 49 Undefeated. I am Silent Noise, and you can follow the show at all the usual social media sites you know, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. We're on all of it at 49 Undefeated. If you're listening to where you normally get your podcast, then well done to you. If not, and you're in YouTube, then you've got the added visuals here for you as well. so yeah, uh, you can get at me at I Am Silent Noise on all the same socials, but I'm gonna get straight into this because finally, finally, Arsenal come through and did what they were supposed to do. We got the win, 1-0 to the Arsenal against Norwich. And man, I'm gassed, I'm so gassed because <laughs> we've been waiting for this for so long. Man, first three games for Arsenal fans were a peak. It was bad times for us. But finally, we come through, and we got the result. And um, yeah, we did it. We did it in a not a you know thrashing like many people would have wanted against Norwich. People are thinking going into the game like, yeah, we need to bang four goals, five goals. We need to put a performance in here where it shows what Arteta is trying to do with the team. And you know, we um, we literally just open up a can on these guys. But we didn't have to do that um I was much more pleased with the lineup when the team news came out and I was pleased about the way we went about this win like even though it was a 1-0 win and you know it's 1-0 to the Arsenal I was pleased with the manner of the victory um the performance from the first whistle there were there were dips in it I think in the um I think in the first to the 30 minute mark we played well there was a dip where it almost seemed like Norwich saw what we was trying to do, and they um, they kind of came into the game a bit for the last fifteen minutes of the first half, and then again they they um, they were applying a bit of pressure towards the end of the second half. But apart from that, I was overall I was pleased with the performance. I, t- I got a lot of things right. I feel in this performance, um, and a lot of it stemmed from the lineup and. I can get into the lineup now. So we had uh, Ramsdale starting in goal and that was a bit of a surprise for me. Um, My thought Leno would have kept his spot, you know. um, He hasn't really done too much wild and considering how we got whooped in that last game, none of the goals are really his fault. So it was a bit of a surprise for me, but I'm glad because the one thing that um, was just apparent from the off was... Ramsdale's influence on the on the back line. Um I can't I don't know if it was all down to Ramsdale or the fact that um Ben White had uh Tomiyasu beside him on the right hand side there, I'm not quite sure, but Ramsdale for for hundred percent his um distribution is somewhat like he, he knew when to play played short, he knew when he was under pressure, when to kick it long. There was a couple nervy moments when I think he was like uh, I remember in the first half when he he kinda of held on to the ball and he dropped the shoulder on like on the attacker. I don't know if it was Pookie or not, I can't remember now. But overall, his style of play is yeah, he knew. He knew, okay, I need to pass this ball quickly now, like quick, quick, quick. Or when to slow it down, when to go long. Like he was he was very the play, which um Leno hasn't done in recent games as much, but he also knew, okay, when I'm under pressure, now's the time to go long and I'll just clear my line and I just did it. And it you could see the relief and the trust that it was building with the back line. It worked well for me. So, yeah, it was a good selection to get him in there and Tommy Yasu on the, on the right-hand side, what a debut. I mean, he brought him off early because I think, you know, um, he's just come back from playing with Japan. Um but what a debut, man. The guy nearly scored like a crazy, like... I know we don't even like to mention his name, but Robin Van Persie-esque type volley in the in the first half there. But overall, his, um, his presence, his presence on that right-hand side, is, it just shows what we've been lacking. Because, I mean, he's still young. And it's not like he, he did anything crazy, super-duper in this game. But for sure, we, we've been lacking that presence, that high... That um, kind of uh, he was dictating when he was closing down his man. he's pointing to the left or pointing to the right to the to the um the runners off the back of him to, for Ben White to go on cover, or if it was Pepe helping him out, he was pointing and instructing them where to do what to what to do and where to go about doing their job. So uh, I was impressed. I was impressed with that like sixty minute debut that he gave us, man. It was nice to see someone. Well, it was nice to see our right side functioning a little bit more. Like, it was weird watching those first 25 minutes. I couldn't have been the only goon of thinking it, but watching them, I was just like, the right side is actually functioning. Like, there's there's play happening down this right-hand side, which then opens up the pitch to to the left where we can create more and do so much more with the ball. So, yeah, no, it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, White had a good game you know he had a lot of stick from his first appearance um, he was out for the next couple he's come back in and he had a good game I think between the two of them Tomiyasu and White they they were working well there was um, every time Norwich were getting that ball and trying to loft the ball over Tomiyasu was the one most of the time getting the first header and White was just backing him up in behind it was nice to see it was nice to see um, and, it, and yeah, it just bode well for the defence. Gabriel and Tierney, you know, Gabriel's come back in for his first game as well. He's, um, along with the rest of them, kept a the clean sheet and he had a good game. Um, it, There were times where he was sticking to Pookie, and, you know, they, 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 were t- they were double teaming, but they were working as a team, that whole back line, something that, I said we hadn't seen in the previous games is that they looked like a unit. They were working together. Um, when Tini was bombing forward, Tomiyasu was shifting across and you had the three in, in the back line and they were working. And then when um, Tini was coming back, then you back into the back four and they were all moving in tandem. They were working nicely. Something we just hadn't seen. So, yeah. Good selections in terms of the back line. And then we get into the midfield and um, he had, he had Ainsley, Ainsley Maitland-Niles in there, which I think surprised a lot of people as well. I mean, off the back of the whole clare talks and, yeah, he's my guy now. I'm going to, you know, he's going to be playing. He's a member of the squad. We're going to use our squad to the fullest and all that kind of talk. I didn't expect him to be in there. I fully expected party to start the game with Lukonga, or maybe if party wasn't fit enough to start the game, I thought it was going to be Lukonga with El which wouldn't have excited me at all. So I'm glad I got to see Ainsley in there. Um, like I said, overall, when that team sheet came out, I was I was happy. I can't even lie. I was happy to see Bamiang up front. I was happy to see Odegaard in the 10 position with Saka and Pepe on the either side of him. And yeah, Ainsley just gave us a chance to just see something else, man. Just freshen it up. Let's see. Like at the end of the day, we've not been doing great. So why not? Might as well just see what happens. Um but they were working well together. Midfield were doing their thing. And um what what was happening was um both of the with Ainsley and Lakonga. He had two people that could drop and receive the ball from the goalie. So it just gave us much more options right? rather than just having the one guy who's always dropping deep. And then eventually in like the, the 20th minute or something, the other team clocks, oh, this is the guy. We need to just press tight, press tight on him and we'll get some joy. No, but because both of them were taking it in turns. Lokomka was naturally the deeper of the two, but every now and again, Ainsley would drop in and receive the ball off Ramsdale. It was good. It's good to see as a double pivot. I know Ainsley got a lot. I mean, I think he's got a lot of critics. Um, And he's definitely got things he needs to work on in his game. If he's screaming he wants to be playing in midfield for Arsenal, there are definite things he has to work on in his game. Um, I think his laboured style. He's kind of slow style doesn't doesn't um help his game because naturally you look at someone like that and you're like mm, are you you're trying to show the manager what you can do in midfield but you're you're taking like too long just to do anything it's almost like you you just feel too relaxed when we want to push the ball forward and progress the play um that coupled with his his actual distribution, I think he's got vision, I think he can see the pass, whether or not he can complete the pass is a different thing, whether or not he can complete the pass under pressure, he probably can complete those kind of passes in training, but when you're in a match game, those are the things he needs to work on, his distribution when under pressure, and getting that ball in, because there's no doubt, I know he can see the pass, it's just when he's trying to make it, He's either sending the player out further wide than he needs to be, or it's just not quite right. We're not—we're losing a bit of time. If the pass was just a hundred percent, so those are things you could work on. But at the end of the day, it was nice to see someone with legs in the midfield, like two people with legs working together again. It was a, what I wanted to see going into this game. wasn't so much the names; it was the balance. I wanted to see us use our left side, use our right side, like use our midfield to build up. And and we were doing that at stages in the game. We were doing that. Um, Odegaard in the 10, it was just, you know, it's it's perfect for him, Uh, especially in games like this when he's going to have more, we're going to have more control over the ball. Um, It was just nice to see what he can do. And again, he links well with the right-hand side. So he will naturally drift out more towards Pepe and keep that ball uh, over to Pepe, and in the first what 15, 20 minutes, I think uh, who's the who's the left back? Was it Williams? He had he had some things to think about. I think in, to start of the game off, he was giving him a bit too much space, and then as the game went on, he kind of got tighter and tighter to Pepe, and Pepe had to kind of adjust what he was doing. So it was a nice little battle on the other side with uh, Aarons and Saka on the, on the uh, on our left hand side. That was a good battle. That was a good battle because straight away every time we attacked, it seemed like Norwich, Norwich's game plan was to um, f- feed that ball onto their right hand side so Aaron's can just run down there and he was their, I would say their most dangerous player on the on the on the day because um, the two of them were just trying to pull each other backwards backwards and forwards. And it was interesting to see, but yeah, man, Saka Saka didn't did well. And the Bamiyang up top, well, what can we say? We'd rather see a Bamiyang up top than that on the left-hand side as a collective. Um, and between him and Lacazette, they're both just kind of up and down. They're both like... It's a weird one. It's a weird one because neither of them are grabbing the chances and banging the goals that we need. But at the moment, we've... Lacazette's contract as it is, and we haven't done anything with that, he he can only keep Bamian up top. And out of the two, I think the majority of the fan base would prefer to see a Bamian up top. If It's just that we need to, I think, adapt our style of play to kind of suit him a bit more. And, and I think in this game, there were spells in which we did that. I know in like the beginning of the game, um, there was a ball over the top that Odegaard played for Abamyang, where he kind of drifted on the inside right-hand channel and he tried to loft it over Krul. Um There were so many times where we had chances like that, but that was one instance where we were, he's got his head up early and he's trying to feed the ball to and That's what we need to do a bit more. We need to just get that ball out to him quicker. And, yeah, I feel that's where we need to we need to be kind of like... If, when we're playing against the, the bigger teams, no disrespect to Norwich, but when we're playing against the bigger teams, I think if we adopt this kind of counter-attacking style, where we've got this base unit now, when when we're attacking, we we have the three with the two sitting in front, and then um, when that ball breaks down, whether that's Lekonga, Party, um, Odegaard, feeding that ball through to your forward players out wide to Saka and Pepe and then they're getting the ball straight over the top to Abamyang that's what we need to be leading towards because that we got we got pace up front Abamyang's still quick Pepe still like he's quick Saka's quick like we've got the pace up front it's just the thinking behind that to feed the ball earlier and quicker up to those guys because that's that's when we're going to have the space and create the danger opportunities so now, overall, I was, like I said, I was pleased with the selection and I was pleased with how the game was going. Like I said, the first 30 minutes, we we were in control of that game. Um, there was a few good chances. Like I mentioned, the Abamiang one. There was a couple more half chances. I think um, Lokonga had a shot from outside the box as well. So, yeah, no, it was good. It was good. There was good movement in the team. Every time there was a person on the ball... There was another couple of two people, like like I said, Tommy Yasu, when needed, he was backing up and getting down on that right hand side as well. Um, when the ball was on the left hand side, we all know what T and gonna do, and T and Saka, they were working together nicely. There was there was triangles, there was there was movement, there was groups working in tandem, there was communication. It looks good, man. It looked good, and finally, like, like I said, after. After, what, third, fourth time I asked him, the Arsenal fans can, we have something to be happy about. It was a one nil win, yeah. I know, we only scored the one goal, but at the end of the day, a win's a win. And no matter how many goals you score, you still get the three points for them. And I'm just, I was just gassed. Like, when that game finished, I was just happy. Like, finally, man, our fans could cheer something. And the plus, because it was at home, it was just so good, man. So good, so good. Yeah, so going into that second half, it was pretty much more the same. You had a couple couple chances again. Ainsley Maitland-Niles um, was feeding, I think it was Saka who had a shot. There was a lot of block shots, a lot of block shots. And the one thing that was coming to my mind when I was watching the game is, how can we, all right, in a scenario like this, when we play like this against similar opposition. how can we convert more? How can we score more goals? And it can't just be a a case of goalkeeper putting off good saves, or we're not not doing enough to get the clinical shots, because they had a lot of blocks. Uh, Sacco's shots were getting blocked. Pepe was very unlucky on on a couple of occasions in that second half, especially. Um, And it's just like, I don't know. I, I don't know whether or not we need to Create better opportunities whether that is that does come through us playing more of a counter-attacking style or If we're gonna play position based football whether or not um, we're gonna play with Odegaard and Smith Rowe in the team together To then give us more creativity in that team because when the ball goes out wide it's kind of gonna do that usual kind of pattern that we all know and um, we don't have that striker who's gonna be waiting for the cross so um i think there's something to think about there i don't know i don't know if he already has the answer but we're you know tailoring it to the teams that we're playing but for sure there there was opportunities where i think um if we just play a bit quicker in this game particularly if we just played a bit quicker um we could have created and opened them up a bit more. Um, I know there was one chance in the first half. I think it was, um, was it Tierney? Someone on the left-hand side shipped the ball across and it come across to Pepe. And you're just thinking, just just bring your foot down with the ball, bro. Just like nestle that ball, just control it and get us going. But he, his his touch was just, yeah, it weren't good. It weren't good on a couple of occasions. But overall, I'm not even going to get on him because he kept on. He kept on and on and on. Like I said, uh, Williams, he, um, he sorted his feet out. He, he got a bit tired to him in the first, towards the end of the first half. But second half, Pepe was still on job. He was still on him. He was um, very unlucky. I think he had the post once. Um, the goal, <laughs> The goal was a madness. Like he must have had like two or three shots before he um decided you know what, I'm gonna just assist this on my back and do a mad kinda pass to Bamiang and he's just gonna knock it in for us, man. It was I don't care how scrappy that goal was. It that goal could have been the ugliest, the butter's goal. I don't business because <laughs> we got it. We got it. And we celebrated hard. Celebrated hard. It was a bit touch and goal whether or not they were going to kick the offside. I was looking at it like, oh did it come off? Who did that come off? Was he behind the man? Oh, what's going on there? But now we've got the goal. And like I said, who cares? Who cares? Like, that's it. We got it. We moved on. And could have been more. Could have been. It should have been more. It should have been more. Because after that. um getting to like the 60-minute mark of the game. We made uh, subs, Lukonga, off for party and Tomiyasu for smith Row, which meant Mena Niles then moved to the right-hand side, which, again, like, this guy just needs to grab this opportunity and just say, look, if I can play for Arsenal in more than one position, like... I need to just be seizing this. Like sometimes you ain't gotta be in midfield. We know you wanna play midfield, but sometimes your game ain't suited to the midfield area of the pitch. Sometimes we might need party and odegaard and Smith Row. Um and I get into that that kind of that group later on because that's that's what happened afterwards. But sometimes Ainsley just needs to say, yo. Alright, I'm on the right hand side, and this is what I'm gonna do. Cause when he moved over to the right hand side in this game after after the changes, he done well. And again, it was the the play didn't suffer. Pepe didn't suffer. And a lot of the times when we've had Suarez in there, Bellerin, uh, Chambers, Pepe he hasn't got that same person behind him and his game I think suffers a bit when he's just constantly coming back uh, or he gets the ball too slow and by the time he's got and received the ball he can't actually you know run at the defense and do anything with it he's just got to ship it back and we-, we watch the play go back around to the left hand side but this game was different man Ainsley when he moved over there it was the same kind of thing the play didn't suffer at all and he was still just as strong um in in the tackles but um, again his game just needs developing more like i don't know he's probably a runner games he probably just needs a run of games in the position i don't know but it was nice to see that kind of um change because then from that point onwards you had party as the instead of so in the first half you had the two sitting on as your double pivot but in the when they made these changes, you had parties sitting as the base and then you had Odegaard and smith And it was almost like um, when, when one of them would go and press Norwich when they had the ball, both of them two would press because in the first half it was mainly uh, Odegaard who was the catalyst for the press. Whenever he would go and press, then you had Saka and Pepe step up and they would all go and press for a unit and hunt the ball. And we had some joy, but we had more joy in the second half when both of them two were doing it. Because then it was just like they were setting traps. They were just waiting for Kruw to either kick the ball out or one of their defenders to kind of pass the ball out. And then the moment that they smelled a little bit of hesitation or weakness or anything like that, both of them was pressing and attacking. And it was just Where's it been? <laughs> Where's it been? Because it was so good to see. It was so good to see. So yeah, um, both of them doing that in front of party and then party having the freedom. When this guy come on. You could just see the difference. Like he, um, there was a couple of times he, he received the ball and he didn't even take a touch. He just like bang to spread the ball out to Pepe's direction, and it was just free flowing. It was just nice, quick play, and that again lends to, lends towards that uh, counter attacking style. Like you got someone who's a deep sitting midfielder who's got that in their locker to just spray the ball across quickly without even having to take a touch or, you know, and they're turning, turning players and got them running back towards their own goal. It's great, man. And I just hope that we can see a prolonged run with party in this team because he, I know his um, fitness levels and he's had injuries and all that kind of stuff. So no, I'll just hopefully get a good run of games. We've got Burnley up next and that's going to be a strong man's game, a tough game. And then... We all know who he got after that, so yeah, man. It was nice to see party come in there and he played some nice, played some nice passes and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then shortly after that, again from the press with with uh, Smith Rowan and, and uh, Odegaard, one of them I can't remember who picked up the ball, but there was a chance where Smith rose on the edge of the box. I think he cuts it back for Odegaard and he does like a pirouette on the ball and shots blocked again but sometimes again just take the shot man just taking too many touches on the ball just pop your shot off and get it in because even i think smith rowe ran in on goal again later on and it was just like dude that has to be a goal like these are the chances i think those are the clearer chances in the second half we were getting because no to them pushing to try and get the get the goal so more space was opening up and those are the opportunities, then that you need to just kill off the game, man, just totally dead it, because we had the opportunities, definitely had the opportunities between Odegaard, Smith Rowe, um, and Pepe. Unlucky, man. Some one of them should have should have finished that game off. So overall, I can't even complain, man. Um, like I said, it was it was a bit nervy towards the end, but where it seemed like the The players didn't know whether or not to push for the second goal or just to shore it up and just hang on to what we got. Um, They took Ainsley mainly and I was off for Cedric. And yeah, it it got a bit nervy towards the end there. But it's bound to. Like, we literally... We messed up our first game and then got spanked in the next two. So confidence is down. Going into the last five minutes plus the extra time it was bound to get a bit nervy Um, but none of the players did anything stupid They kept it together they got the clean sheet which I know they must have been happy about because it's been so much bad vibes about our defense and like there was set pieces towards the end that they tried a couple long throws um, tried a couple corners quick corners they tried a few different things to kind of catch out our defence and I'm just pleased that the the guys got through it and um, yeah, we kept a clean sheet man, clean sheets all day, that's what we love 1-0 to the Arsenal, I love hearing that chant, I don't care all the bad stigma or what other rival fans might say 1-0 to the Arsenal, there's nothing better there's nothing better when you can see a game out like that, I mean obviously you, you, you go and spank a team then yeah but when when these group guys get that relationship together where they know they can grind out results and they can score 1-0 and hold out for the win confidently, that's when that's when things would change in this team. That's when the mindset will change in this team because they've been there, they've done it, they will know, okay, it's 1-0, but you ain't getting past us, you ain't getting through here. Um, and that only comes with time. I'm not saying we're there yet. That only comes with time. It's one game, I know, and um, I'm just hoping that Gabriel and White, Tomiyasu and Tierney, Ramsdale. If Ramsdale stays, because I think he should. I think I think Ramsdale done enough <clears throat> to keep his place in the team, and then let Leno come in to the Carabao Cup game and see see what he does then, and see what it looks like, how different it is, but. I know Ramsey's going to get Sterner tests because he was hardly even tested in this game at all. So um, in terms of his shot-stopping abilities or his coming for crosses, all that kind of stuff is going to get tested a lot more than what it did in this game. So believe me, not getting gassed off for just that one performance, but I'm just gassed that we, we got the three points. We're off on the mark now. We scored a goal, shut some people up at least. And then we can move on. It's a tough game that we got coming up against Burnley. But the boys should be up, man. Come on. After getting all the stick and beating left, right, and centre before international. Like that it just come at the perfect time. Perfect time now. Reset your season. Go ahead. I know I was chatting, I know a lot of people were chatting, like, oh, can't throw these games away, but we've done it, it's move on. I think even Arteta, like, he he looked like a different guy. Like, the pressure the pressure was on him, for sure. And his selection that he made was bold because easily people could have been there ready to start clowning this guy. Like, what are you doing? Why are you playing such and such in this game? This game was a three-point banker. Like, why are you messing with the team this much? Why are you putting main, uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles in midfield when party's there if he's fit he's he's fit enough to be on the bench he's fit enough to play like there was all these kind of things that people could have said he just stuck to it and I'm I'm glad he did because the team was just more balanced for it man and I'm not saying that Arteta's done anything to to win me over he's got a long way to go to prove what he can do with this team again Um, but I'm just I'm just happy for the guys man happy for the guys, and that's what it comes down to. And I think in that game, you even saw the supporters, man. They were singing from the first to the last. The cheers they gave the players at the first whistle, Um and and yeah, towards the end there, they were they were <laughs> they even bannering, like <laughs> they were saying, "We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna stay up <laughs> towards the end." there, man, you gotta love it, man. It's just so good because this is this should have been the first home game. This this. Atmosphere and this buzz and the joy of winning and all this kind of stuff. This should have been the first game at home, man. The other, forget about that. The other game didn't matter. Like, well, it mattered, but we're not even dwelling on it. We're not dwelling on it. Let's move on, man. But yeah, I think I think Ramsdale should keep his place. White. I think White did enough to keep his place, and I just want to see well. Arteta talked about it going into the game that he would he would love to he hinted to the fact that he would like to keep playing the same eleven over and over, which is interesting because we haven't seen that from him. From all season, I think we only played the same starting eleven twice the whole last season. So it's interesting that he's saying that because then it tells me that okay, you're not just chopping and changing due to the opposition, like, because I don't think you can do that. With you back four and you're goalie, you need to know, okay, did these guys are starting. If they're fit, they play. And um, that's what he was alluding to. So I think Tomiyasu's got a bit more training under him and he's got White working next to him as well because that looked, it just looked natural and it looked good, man. So hopefully they the two guys keep that going. Gabriel as well. Um... There was just not much stupid defending going on. Like, not much craziness. And it could be due to the opposition. Could be due to the fact that they've just had a little bit longer to work with each other. And who knows, man. But, yeah, let's see. Let's see what happens there. Let's see what happens, man. Um, but can can Arteta turn it around? I think, I think if we get a decent performance from the Spurs game... And if we, um, I don't know, I think if we get to mid-November and the team's sitting in a healthy position in the table where it looks like we're 6th or 6th thereabouts, pressing, challenging for 6th or 5th, who knows? I don't think this team's going to make 4th place this season. Um, I originally felt like the way the team was set up and the way um, we invested in certain areas in the bench but not so much in the first team, I wasn't predicting anything higher really than an 8th place finish again this season and which would lead to Arteta being sacked and, and possibly Edu, I don't know but Let's see, let's see. I, I hope to be pleasantly surprised because if he can get this team working in a way that he got the FA Cup winning team just working as as a unit where they all know what the next person's going to do, like in the, in the FA Cup winning team, when that ball's going to Tierney and if he had Maitland-Niles on his side or if he had Saka or Aubameyang, all of them kind of knew this ball's coming over the top and running to the space in behind we get runners on the right hand side, like they, they knew what they were doing. Whereas we haven't seen that really. This towards the back end of last season, we were grinding that results. So we were getting results, but grinding them out. And then the last, the first few games of this season was just a nightmare. So hopefully, let's see some patterns of play. Let's see this team working together. And who knows, man? Hopefully, the guy can turn it around because although he's not an Arsenal legend in my eyes, he's still. Someone that I'd like to see doing well. Whether or not I, can, I believe he can do well is a different thing. But let's hope, less hope that we can go and get the result against Burnley. And yeah, you know, carry on, smash them lot across the road there and keep the good vibes going, man. Because ugh, it's been too long where it was just coming on here doing sad video after sad video, talking about the, the, the weird and stupid ways we're playing and how people getting sent off and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, why can't I just come on here and be happy for once? So now I'm happy. The team's doing well. Let's move on. Let's see we got a good week off. And this is the kind of thing that I think most, most supporters thought was going to happen. Like, now we've got a good week off. Now let's work on our game. All the other other guys in the top four, got Champions League football. All right, that's where we want to be eventually. But this team ain't ready yet. So now we've got a full week. got a full week. So has Burnley. So let's see your game plan against our game plan. And let's see who's going to come out on top. And we're going to be there 3 o'clock on Saturday. We will see you. (laughs) Like We're here. This is where we want to be. So let's enjoy it, man. Hope all you guys out there who watched the game are just enjoying the evening, having some drinks. Enjoyed your weekend because especially when Vieira <laughs> Viera led Crystal Palace to go and beat them Egypts as well. Oh, it was so good. It was so good, man. Weekend was blessed. <laughs> I even going to lie. It was so good. So, yeah, man. Well done to the guys. Um, let me run through maybe a, a, some uh, player ratings, actually before I lock it off, um, Ramsdale, we done good, um, I'll give him a 6, no, I'll give him a 7, i give Ramsdale a 7, uh, like I said, for the reasons I spoke to you about earlier, uh, Tomiyasu, I'll give him a 7.5, I don't even know if I've done .5s, if I'm even going to go down that road, nah, I don't think I want to go down that road of point fives. I'll give Tommy a 7. White, I'll give a 7. Gabriel, I'll give a 7. And Tierney, I'll give a 6. Didn't have as much influence. Um, He was doing his thing down the left-hand side, but crosses weren't really hitting the mark. Um, He just did a little bit less than the other guys, but it's not like he played poorly. I'll just give him a 6. Conga, I'm a fan. Like, I'm a fan already. Like, the way the guy receives the ball, the way he turns, the way he passes the ball, he's still got some stuff to work on in his game, for sure. Um, positionally, he's, he's got to work on a few things. and um, But I'm a fan. So, uh, yeah, I think in the first half, he was one of the better players. Second half, carried it on until we got subbed around the 60-minute mark. I'll give him a 7 as well. I'll give... Mainland now is a six, slightly less. Erdegaard, I give a seven. Pepe, I give a seven. Saka, six. Six or seven. I probably give Saka a six. I think Saka's just kind of working his way. We we put too much on this guy to towards the back in the last season. So let's just relax, man. Let Saka find his feet. He's doing some nice things in this game. I'll give him a six. And the getting the goal, getting us the three points, I'll give him an eight. Man of the match. Um and yeah, that's that's the uh that's the player ratings right there. Um people that came off the bench, let me see, party, I'll give party actually is. give party a seven. I liked his last 30 minutes of that game. Rowe. I'll give a six, he came on and done a job, and Cedric, he only came on. 10 minutes play, he gets a standard five, not, not even too much to rate him on. So yeah, and that's not a slut on Cedric. Um, but overall, like I said, man, spirits are high and let's move on. Let's go into the next game and, uh, continue it, continue it, man. Um, yeah, I'm going to cut it off here. Like support the show, subscribe if you're on YouTube. Um, rate it if you're on any other kind of podcast app or whatever and follow me on twitter instagram all that kind of stuff man and just have a blessed time man take it easy one.